Hello, Amplifiers. Thanks for tuning in. It's exciting to connect with people who are working smarter, not harder. It's really inspiring. There are so many people out there who are getting caught up in the day-to-day whirlwind, trying to wrestle all the jobs to be done, serve their clients, live their life, and enjoy the process as well. We can get so twisted up and turned around, we can lose focus on what's the most important thing, is building a life that you're doing what you love, you're making an impact, and you're providing for those that you care about, whether that's your family, your inner circle, your team, what have you. And our guest today has really created some amazing things in her life and for the lives of many around the world. I'm excited to have her guest on Growth Amplifiers. I'd like to welcome Suzanne to Growth Amplifiers. Thank you for being here. Suzanne, uh, you've You've been a pioneer in creating transformation in businesses that are local, national, and you've been making an impact around the world. Could you get us started by telling us a little bit more about your background and how you got started to doing what you're you're doing today? Yeah, sure. I'm, you know, I've had a very interesting background. Um, I actually started, I'm a CPA, mm-hmm. certified public accountant by background. And um, I actually started when I was 14. My dad was a CPA and he had a firm for over 30 years and he hired me when I was 14 to do bookkeeping for his firm. And so at 14, I was learning how to do bookkeeping, financial statements, and easy tax returns, sales tax. And, you know, by the time I went to college and everyone was just trying to figure out a financial statement, you know, I was like, okay, all right, I think I'm, I'm, I'm ready to like teach you guys. Um, and so it was interesting, you know, they say it takes about 10 years or um, 10,000 hours to become I'm an expert and imagine graduating from college after 10 years of experience, you know, um, it's, (laughs) you have quite a leg off. So you guys that are hiring your kids out there, you know, definitely consider hiring your children. And, um, you know, I went to work for Anderson right out of, um, out of graduation from college. And, um, later I went to work for KPMG and in, in the Chicago office and, um, started my own firm about 16 years ago. And we did really well. We were Goldman Sachs, 10,000 small business. Um, we were featured in a Houston business journal. We were already 2021 profit first firm of the year. Um, you know, we immediately got really large government contracts straight out of starting uh, some of the largest um, government municipalities in the country, as well as a very large government or, or small business practice too. And um, about a year and a half ago, I actually sold that traditional accounting and tax practice. Um, I always tell people, yes, I technically retired at the age of 46 because I didn't have to work anymore. Um, but, you know, found that, that I, you know, still had a gift that I wanted to contribute to the world. So now I'm a fractional CFO and um, I work with scaling companies that are wanting to turn around their profitability and really get back to what they started their businesses for. Which is kind of what we're talking about today. So number one, congratulations for doing to, for doing it, for living that, that dream of getting into something that you love and then having success with it. And then now you're still making that impact when you're considering making that change because selling a business, building a business is challenging enough. And then coming to the decision, I'm going to sell it. How did you, number one, um, get that vision in your mind? And then number two, what, what keys and what, um, actions did you take that, that helped you 
turn that from a, that'd be a nice to do to a reality. There's so many people that would love to sell their business and, and have a good payoff. And yet it seems so far and so elusive that it seems impossible to pull off and actually uh, really appreciate the earnings and, and successes from it. Right. You know, it's, you know, it, it's interesting because I always knew that my business was an asset, you know, um, accounting firms typically sell for a multiple of 1.25 on average. So I always knew it was an asset. Um, but I also knew that when a buyer is looking for a, a asset, right, it's, it's, they're not looking for a job. They're looking for a business that really can run without its without them, right. That they can mm -hmm. walk in. I call the business in a box. And, um, and also, you know, I, I kind of knew how the business I wanted to run. I wanted to empower my team. I wanted to train them well, and I wanted to train them to be able to run the firm without me. Right. Because I knew I wanted to take overseas vacations and I didn't want to be tied to the day to day. And so I always made a point to train my team, cross train my team, implement review procedures, um, and really create a business that could run without me, which made it extremely attractive to a buyer. And in fact, I'll tell you this, um, when I listed my firm, you know, we had four offers within two weeks of listing it all at, at asking price. Wow. That's awesome and really inspiring. So I know this has been a challenge when first starting my business, I see many others, uh, in that same challenge where they, they managed to find themselves tied into it and create a business. That's more of a job. They create the job and then they're, they're working that job and then they don't see a way out of it. How, how do you, how would you help people that are in that spot? And maybe they've created a business and they're working long hours and they don't quite have the right people. And there's so many things that depend on them and they don't even know what, where to go. And, and they think, mm, <laughs> I'm stuck. How do you help people out of that situation? I think it's important to know why you started your business and understand, you know, what was the purpose of this? Because I think we all start our businesses because we absolutely love what we do, right? We, we love the world of accounting or we love the world of consulting and we love helping people be successful. And as a result, you know, we probably would do it for free. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I did that starting off of my business. I love what I did and I did it for free. Um, and it was really until like, I got in touch with really what I wanted. Right. And I knew that, you know, I didn't, I, it's usually around the first five years that you, you kind of realize, okay, I've been successful, but I don't want to create more of this. Right. Um, it's really about going back to, you know, what, what is the why behind it? What is the life I really want? And then mapping out that roadmap to get to that. Hey there, this is Kenny from Growth Amplifiers, here to ensure you get your awesome ideas into action to grow and improve your business and achieve your full potential. Take the first step by visiting growthamplifiers.com and clicking the Start Here button. Take the assessment to get your personalized score. Then select from free resources to learn how to improve your score. Don't wait. Be proactive and take action now by visiting growthamplifiers.com and clicking the Start Here button. And always keep on amplifying. Now. Let's get back to the show. I think that's really important. You've got to know what you want. And uh, sometimes people don't even know that. They're so caught up and blurred around that. I don't even know. And sometimes I'll ask them, well, maybe you can start with some things that you don't want and then work, <laughs> work your way to figure out what are the common things that you do want. Maybe you don't know exactly what it looks like. Maybe you don't have the blueprint, but you're going to know some things you don't want and you're going to know some things that you do. And then w exploring different ways to set up your business that fits 
the more of the do column, right? <laughs> so then now you're helping people fractional CFO work. Um, I'd be curious to know how you got into that sort of mindset and what are some of the challenges that you you help people overcome? So, you know, as a fractional CFO, um, this was a service that we started offering um, actually while we had the traditional accounting firm. And, and what we noticed was a lot of these clients would get financial statements or they would get their tax return and they had nothing to show for it. You know, they, they were focused on not paying taxes and they absolutely didn't pay taxes because they didn't make any profit. And, and, you know, hence the profit first method, you know, when I got to meet Mike Michalowicz, I was like, oh my gosh, every, every business in the world needs profit first. And, um, you know, it was really about, you know, creating that, that, okay, you, helping these clients, you know, not just get financial statements, not just get tax returns, but understanding, hey, how do I use this data to create the outcomes that I want? And that's where that fractional CFO program was really born at. Um, it was born from creating intentional outcomes based upon where we're starting from and understanding what the data is telling us. So there are people that may need that in their own business. They they know they've got numbers, but they don't have that financial clarity. They don't know which actions to take. There's also people that are maybe trying to provide more value to those they serve, but they're they're caught up in their in their day to day. They're caught up in the way that the way they've always done things. What are recommendations do you have for people that want to provide more value to their clients? They want to provide better service. They want to help cultivate that transformation, but maybe they have imposter syndrome, or maybe they don't know how to go from where they're at to where they'd want to go. What are recommendations that you'd have to help people take those steps forward and get, get to that higher path? So my first thing is, you know, you want to be in a business that, that meets a need, right? Um, Because, you know, the reality is all of us may enjoy making bracelets, but (laughs) you have to sell a lot of bracelets, right? To, to cross a million. Um, and, and so really it's about, you know, what is your customer asking for, you know, and, you know, when we had clients that were coming to us, you know, they were like, okay, my CPA never talks to me, right? My never, my CPA doesn't explain how I can save money on taxes. My CPA, you know, died and I didn't even notice it, you know? Um, and, and so, you know, first of all, it starts with listening to what is your, what is your client, what are your clients asking more of you for? Why are they leaving you, you know, in the day and, and then exploring how can I meet those needs, right? Where, where is the need at that I can meet that nobody else is fulfilling in this market or the space? No. When you can better understand what your potential customers, your ideal customers want, what their biggest challenges are, and you have a solution that can help solve them, and you can give them the things that would be best for them, you don't necessarily have to go off quantity. You don't necessarily have to juggle so many people. You can actually work with less, but actually make more. You can actually do less because you're you're not trading time. You're not doing a commoditized service. You're actually helping people transform what is possible in their business. And that has a lot of value. Uh, could you share your perspective on working smarter, not harder by really connecting with the ideal customers? Right. And so, I mean, first of all, you know, I always tell people this and I think it might shock them. We actually turn down more potential clients than we accept. And we literally will say, you know, you're, you're not at a place, you're not at that, that 
level that we serve, right? Um, you're, you know, not, you know, you're just not ready for our program. You know, we'll keep in touch, but it's not. And so first of all, it's accepting the client that you can best help and knowing who that client is that, that you best work with, right? Because you're going to create efficiencies, right? You know, for me, i come from a big four background. So, you know, when we get into the millions, I, I know how to deal with millions, you know? Um, and so it's, it's about knowing, you know, who your ideal client is and who can you best help. And, and then next thing is pricing it so that it's a win-win situation, you know, and that, you know, I'm going to give you that individualized attention. Um, and that has an opportunity cost for me. Right. And so, because there's only a certain capacity that we're able to take on, making sure that client is priced adequately, that they receive the results that they want to receive. Um, at the same time, you're getting compensated for that. It's also really important. I love that thought. It's it's really the way you want to serve, provide more value, be the amplifier in the world. Uh, could you tell us more about this wonderful book you have? I know you've You've co-authored this book. It's really cool. Love to hear more about it. And for those who may be interested in learning more, where could they go and, and learn more about it as well? So I am the author of a Kirkus Reviewed and Publishers Weekly's Editor's Pick, Profit First for Minority Business Enterprises. Um, it is part of the Profit First family. And um, it was written... Um, under the Profit First umbrella with Mike McCallowitz. And um, and it was a book really that was meant to empower um, Gen 1 business owners. So business owners that may not have had a business handed to them in a box, that may have been the first to go to college if they went to college, first to run a successful business, and, and really give them the tools that I wish I knew um, as I started my business or that I've had clients that go, I wish I knew that when I started my business. Um, it covers everything from tax strategy to government contracting. But I think a cool part of the book is that, you know, I always say I'm doing my legacy work now. And the, a cool part of the book is that for every book that's sold, you know, a dollar for the book go towards scholarships to send girls to school in Zimbabwe. Because, you know, in Zimbabwe, you know, the government pays for you to go to college, but they don't pay for you to go to primary school or high school. And so this proceeds are going towards creating a scholarship fund through a nonprofit called Hope Worldwide um, to send girls to school in Zimbabwe, um, to empower young women to be able to provide for their families one day versus being a second wife. Um, and, you know, be able to, you know, really be able to to take ownership. And so it's great to know that you have a endowment legacy in the world that'll continue to give. That is beautiful. For those who may want to learn more about you and or the book, where could they go and what should they do? So the best way to learn about me is to, um, if you go to um, SuzanneMorega.com, you'll learn lots about me. Um, if you're interested in the book, you can buy the book anywhere that books are sold. That is awesome and really cool. Congratulations on that accomplishment and for making that impact in the world. It's truly appreciated. Uh, one of the ways we wrap these shows up is if you could share something that you've learned on your journey that could help others on theirs, it could be related to your field, your expertise, or it could be anything that you just care to share. I would say it's important to get clear on what you want. Um, I think it's also important to accept that what you want changes over time and and be okay with that and give yourself grace to change over time and develop who you are. That is great advice. So amplifiers, take the time. Like right after this, don't just jump into something and get busy again. Take the time to just 
reflect for a moment, give yourself just a few minutes and think about, are you heading in the direction of what you want? Or maybe have you lost that focus? Do you need to take a step back and reflect on your why? Or do you need to refine it? Have you changed? Has your has your goals, has your values evolved since you got started? Are you moving in the direction you really want to be going in? Or do you do you need to like realign? So take the time to do that and then making sure that you're doing something that you're passionate about. Because when you're really passionate and you're using your unique gifts, that's how you're going to make the biggest impact. So amplifiers, uh, keep on amplifying. And thank you so much for being our guest today. I really appreciate who you are and the value that you're providing in the world. It really is making a difference. Thank you, Kenny, for having me. To show your support, take a moment to amplify this message by sharing it online. To connect with me or gain more business growth insights, visit www.growthamplifiers.com. Thank you for your support.